Good afternoon, everybody. So for uh, today's topic, there's something that came up in today's Daf Yomi that uh, I thought was an interesting topic, and I'm going to introduce with the following uh, Misa. We once heard from, uh, I once heard from Rav Asher Weiss Shlita. He described the davening of his Rebbe, the Kleisenberger Rebbe, and what it was like to watch the Kleisenberger Rebbe daven each and every, when, whenever he'd have a chance to watch him daven. And Rav Asher would tell us that when he was a young boy living in Borough Park, he went for Shabbos or Yom Tov to 131 Lee Avenue, which was the Kleisenberger Shul in Williamsburg. And Rav Asher said, I remember looking at his face and seeing him davening and crying and talking to Hashem like a child crying to his father. As Chazal described Choni Agel, those impressions are etched into my mind forever. As a child, I was not used to seeing adults cry. He was, Baruch Hashem, not crying out of pain, but out of dveikus. To see him daven was such an experience. He would cry every Shmona Esrei. He would talk to Hashem in Yiddish. He would say, uh, Tata Klein. There is a tshuva in Imre Yosher where someone asks if you can be mafsik in Shmona Esrei to ask Bakashas in Yiddish. And he said, it's not right, but Tzadikim sometimes do so, and it's not a hefsik. His davening was with Bechios Noraos and was an awesome experience. Uh, Rav Asher told the story that when he was... Uh, uh, that, that uh, at 14 he was already crowned as uh, as the Rebbe. So uh, when he was a young Avreich, the uh, the Minchas Aluzer came to uh, Kleisenberg, and uh, as his protocol, he went to visit the Maradasra, and they found that he, the, that he was in the middle of davening. That the Kleisenberg Rebbe was in the middle of davening. So they said, "Oh, where is he holding? How long am I going? You know, where is he?" So he said, "He's holding Vayivarech David." So he said, "Is he holding in Vayivarech or David?" Meaning, like that's how uh, that's that's what his uh, his tefillah was like. So he said it was a joke, but there was some truth to it. You can never know how long his tefillah would take. It could take a few minutes or it could take an hour. And that means like on any given day, like on a Tuesday afternoon mincha, he, he might just go for an hour and a half, you know, and, uh, and cry and scream in Yiddish half the time during davening. So this raises the shayla. Are you allowed to do that? I mean, are you allowed in the middle of Shemona to just start screaming out to Hashem in whatever language you want and talk to the Ribbon Shalom that way? Is that halachically permissible? And does it make a difference whether you're davening b'yichidus or you're davening b'sibur? Does it matter what language you're crying out in? So what's the connection to today's daf? Today's daf is tainus daf gimel. The Gemara says that rain is seasonal. Sometimes it rains, sometimes it doesn't rain, and therefore we need to uh, ask for rain. But winds and dew never stop. Tal and ruach, that's going to be a constant. So the Gemara says, that if somebody says someone davens that there shouldn't be wind or that there shouldn't be any dew that uh, the instead of saying the person davens that it should stop he doesn't have to go back because it's absolute nonsense Hashem never stops the dew he never stops the wind so there's nothing to go back for so in the Gilyonos Kilis Yaakov he says that you see from here that ad- adding irrelevant things into your tefillah is not a hefzik and you still yell say the tefillah because here we have a guy that just said let the dew stop and we said that that's nonsense that's silly and yet, it, it, the tefillah counts. In fact, the Ritva in Tainus Daf Gimel in today's Daf seems to say exactly that. The Ritva quotes one of his rebellion that if you realize that you miss something in the bracha, and it's the kind of thing that if you miss, you wouldn't have to go back for, uh, and you already said Baruch Hashem at the end of the bracha, so the Ritva quotes from one of his rebellion that you can prolong the bracha by just saying Lamdeni Chukecha, and then fill in whatever it is that you missed, and then conclude the bracha as, as, 
as your desire. And that way, by saying, you're able to just extend the bracha. The Ritva says, I don't agree with that. I don't think if uh, the mistake was something that you wouldn't be required to go back for, you should probably just finish the bracha. But if you realize the mistake was something that you would have to go back for, you realize you missed Masha Baruch Mardageshim, you realize you missed Yalav Yavo, and you already said Baruch Hashem, says the Ritva, then just say, and go back and say Yalav Yavo, go back and say Masha Baruch, and, and you can uh, finish off the bracha in that way. And the Bir quotes us in Sim Kuv Yudalit Sivav, that if you realize after you said Baruch Hashem that you missed Masha Baruch, don't, don't, no problem, just say Lam Deni Chukecha, you missed Yalav Yavo, just say Lam Deni Chukecha, and go back and fill it in. Rav Meishin, the Tshuva, the Gusmosh, Archaim, Chelik Dalit, Simit Gimel, strongly disagrees with this Bir Alacha, and says one cannot rely on this Ritva. Rav Moshe writes, what do you mean? You're just going to say Baruch Hashem Lam Deni Chukecha in middle of a bracha of Shmon Asrei? Chazal made brachas of Shmon Asrei the way they're supposed to be. You don't let her just throw in a, 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 a pasuk in the middle of a bracha of Shmon Asrei. If you remember, after Baruch Hashem, that you missed the Yalav Yavu, or Mashav Ruach, you have to finish it and go back and repeat, just like if you realize after the bracha was over, you have to repeat the whole thing. It's not something that you can save it by just uh, throwing in a pasuk that will, uh, that will conclude, uh, you know, that will be able to keep the bracha going. So what about adding these phrases into Shmon Asrei? So it seems that there are three Mahalchim in the postgame. First, there is Ramosha who takes the really hard line. Ramosha Narachaim Chelikimul Simchas writes, Pashuchu Hefsik Vaaser. It's a Hefsik to say anything in Rulashman Asrei, and it's Aser. Velomi Bayabem Sabrachas, not only in the middle of Brachas, Afilu Bena Prakam, Afilu Psukit Zimra Havi Hefsik. Not only in the middle of Bracha, even between the Brachas, not only in Shman Asrei, in Psukit Zimra, you're not allowed to do it. Vyesh Lechavin, Banuschal, Shatiknulon, Chazal, Kfi, Minak, Kal Makom. He says, there's a reason you have a sitter. You're supposed to say what it says in the sitter. You're not supposed to uh, just throw in other phrases. He says, Bediavid, Bitfila, you'd have to go back to the beginning of the tefillah if you did it because it ruined your old tefillah and he says Omer Mutter is not a shogeg for this to think that uh, for a person to say oh I thought I was doing a mitzvah doesn't help because uh, it's not a knas we're not punishing you it's just that you messed up that you were a in the middle of your tefillah I don't care if you thought you were doing the world's greatest mitzvah it ruins the tefillah says Ramesha and similarly Tzafnas Panech Simen Reisha in Zayin says that it's also to be mafsik with other words and even though he thinks it's not considered but it's at least a hefzik, and for a hefzik you have to go back. That is shita number one. Shita number two is that of Rav Shlomo Kluger. In Chuvas Ha'elif L'Chashlomo, or Chaim Simen Nun Ches, Rav Shachar often points out that Ha'elif L'Chashlomo was written by a grandson of Rav Shlomo Kluger, whose name was... Shlomo Kluger, and uh, he, uh, he gathered together a thousand or more than a thousand chuvas that Shlomo Kluger wrote. Rav Shlomo Kluger wrote these long, long chuvas, and he condensed them into just a couple of paragraphs, and uh, that's why Halifel Shlomo is the most popular safer of all of Shlomo Kluger's chuvas uh, uh, because to read his real chuvas, you got to spend a lot of time. But the Halifel Shlomo chuvas are very short and very easy. So in the Halifel Shlomo, he's mechalik between someone who's davening b'tzibor and someone who's davening b'yichidus. He says, if you're davening b'tzibor, then you could add in whatever you want, because you're allowed to daven b'chidus when you daven you're allowed to daven in other languages. So Mela, when you add a few words in, it's as if you're adding other, uh, you know, other words in to, to the Belashon Kodesh, or uh, and, that, and that's not called a hefsik in the middle of the tefillah. But if you daven be uh it's not uh, when you add words in in Hebrew. It's not like being mispal b'sharlashon, but nevertheless, it's still considered a hefsik, and it's like sicha betela. Because uh, so uh, so therefore, Rosh Hashanah Kluger makes this distinction. He says in one of his longer chuvas also. 
also in Shuvah Tzuv Tam Vedas, Madura Kama Yerdeya Simen Reish Yud Aleph, and uh, that's based on the halacha in Orachaim Kofal of Siv Dalid that somebody davening Bichidus is only allowed to daven in Hebrew, while if you daven B'tzibur, you could daven in any language, and therefore it's Mistaver that you can throw in a few extra words when you daven B'tzibur as well. That is the Shita of Shlomo Kluger. Then the third Shita is that which uh, Rav Ashwais quoted from the Imre Yosher from Rameir Arik. It's also uh, mentioned by Rav Menashe Klein in the Chuvas Mishnah Alachas Chelakei Simul Chavav, where he brings from Rishonim from a Chuvas Arashba that it's not called Mishanim Abeish when you're just uh, putting uh, uh, words in the middle of a paragraph at the Yikra Bracha when you're saying the the actual bottom line Bracha that would be a problem of Mishanim Abeya, and uh, he proves that that from the fact that we have different Uschalos in Sidurim and no one calls that Mishanim Abeya that apparently is okay is okay so he concludes by saying the following he says even though you're not supposed to do this, that's for regular people. What they found was that regular people started doing this. So that's when they came down hard and they said, you can't do it. But for B'nai Aliyah, there's no Iser. And, uh, and in fact, Rameir Arik and Imre Yosha, Simon Kuflamites, said that it's not a Hefzik because it's all meaning in Atfila. But Ein Lasus came Lukol Adam. Shalo Kalarot Zalita Lashem Yavavavitol. But if someone is Rawi Lital, if someone is Rawi on such a Madrega, then he's allowed to do it. I received an email last week from somebody who had a very uh, beautiful uh, touch into why the Kleisenberger Rebbe was so makele about this and why Ramesha was so machmir about this. I mean, obviously, it's the way they lived the Sugya, but beyond that, there's something about their overall life's mission. Ramesha was always fighting a big Muhammad against the conservative movement, which was making huge inroads in the middle of the 20th century in America. And uh, part of that was changing the Tvilos and altering things. So he took a hard line. We don't change the sitter. The sitter is the sitter. You don't change it. A uh, ki huze. You don't, uh, you don't change it at all. And as Psakim were very sharp uh, in, in terms of those things. The Kleisenberg Rebbe's big tafkid was trying to rebuild Klal Yisrael post-Holocaust and teach people that the Rebbe Shalom loves you and that you can still have a relationship with the Rebbe Shalom and the Rebbe Shalom is still your father. And he was trying to infuse that sense of relationship and that sense of spirituality into Yiddishkeit. And therefore, all the eyes and Helega Bashefer and all the other things that he added in the middle of Shemon Esrei, uh, maybe he wouldn't suggest that other people do that because you don't really find any poskim that hold that uh, people who are not special B'nai Aliyah are allowed to do that. But maybe he was, uh, he was trying to model a sense of what it means to have a relationship with the Rebbe Shalom. As Rav Shawai, so we started with, said that it's seared in his memory, what it means to have a relationship with the Rebbe Shalom from watching such a tefillah. But anyway, these are the basic shitos in terms of uh, whether you are or are not allowed to add such phrases into Shemon Esrei. Everyone have a wonderful day.